This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. This podcast is part of the Rots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to the Final Fantasy Lorecast, a podcast dedicated to the history and lore of the Final Fantasy series. Join us as we take a deep dive into the different worlds, characters, and so much more. Welcome back, Warriors of Light, to another episode of the Final Fantasy Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, followed by my two other hosts here, Trey. Hello. And Steven. Yo. And we're back in full force. We are back in full force with Trey being back this week. It's glad to have you back. It was really weird. We, you know, me and the wife, we just got this random email from some guy named Benny with free tick movie tickets, but it just happened to be the only showtime was during the podcast. So I don't know if that was you, Benny. But it was I'm sorry that I had to miss last week's, but it was fantastic. Um, and really, it was perfect because when we first started podcasting, I told you the only F-bomb I was going to drop was when we talked about Titan. So it was smart of you to cover Titan <laughs> while I wasn't around. Well, I completely forgot about that. Forgot about that. But, you know, um, I will have to say before we begin today's episode, what film did you guys go see? Or is it inappropriate? So it was actually, honestly, it was actually, it was for uh, a gift from the capitalist overlords at Amazon. It was, uh, I think it was called The the Burial. It had Jamie Foxx and Tommy Lee Jones in it. And it was, it, it just released on Amazon Prime, hmm. uh, like that Friday. But th- this way they can put on their posters. So many people saw it in theaters, but like they gave uh. us free tickets. Uh, we got free popcorn. We got free drinks. Uh, so it was a free date night. And again, it was, uh, a one-time slot thing so oh yeah hey. that was just the time we got to go and it's happy a... wife happy life exactly there it is that's the that's the magic thing um if you're married be be kind to your spouse just just be kind <laughs> to them pretty good you don't that. even have to be married just be kind to people just yes. be kind yes but uh, with that, we are getting now into today's episode, which is obviously we're still in summons with our season two. And this week we are going over Ramu, the lightning slash electric summon of the series. So Ramu, also known as Indra, is a recurring character and summoned creature in the Final Fantasy series. He's affiliated with Thunder and Lightning and appears as an old man carrying a staff. His signature attack is Judgment Bolt. I'm just going to let you know up top that I do not call him Ramu. I call him Rama. And I always will. It doesn't matter. I've what always called him Rama also. Rama? Yeah. Is it Rama or yeah. Ramu? I, I 
tomato tomato is that kind of i a think thing? they called him ramu in 16 i don't remember it's been so long since i played it trey do you remember what they called him in 16 oh i don't yeah i don't remember either uh oh. i was trying to but yeah i've i've always said rama it doesn't matter say whatever you're comfortable saying we're we'll just roll we know who we're talking about everybody oh, yeah. knows who we're talking about yeah so Here's a bit of his profile. So, Ramu has maintained the same basic appearance across the series with minor variations. Ramu is an old man with a long beard and mustache, balding and wearing flowing robes. The exact design of Ramu's robes has varied. He carries a staff and is used to call down bolts of lightning on enemies, including his signature, Judgment Bolt. Ramu is one of the few summons to play a major role in the storyline of a game in Final Fantasy Six, Ramu calls Tara Branford uh, to him when she loses control of her magical powers and helps her calm down when she regains her senses. He relates to the party in general details of the War of the Magi and has led the Espers to flee the human world before becoming Magicite and aid the party in battle. In Final Fantasy IX, Ramu appears in the Princess Garnet and gives her a trial requiring the party to find the parts of a story and relate them to Ramu before Ramu becomes Garnet's uh, Eidolon. And then in Final Fantasy XV, Ramu is one of the six gods that watch over Eos. He sleeps waiting for the chosen prince, Noctis Lucius Callum, to rise and prove his worth. So, which... He's, yeah. Steven, he, have you done that yet? I did, yeah. Okay. Because yeah. he, he's pretty, like... He's pretty early early on. early on in the game, if I recall. He's the, yeah, he's the second one you get mm-hmm. if you're following story-wise. Story-wise, it's what, Titan and then Ramu? Yeah. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. But so, I do like how in every game he's kind of like... Uh, I'm sure we'll get more into it as... I, actually, I don't even know what our things we'll have on there, but he's always like a, like a middleman between the the character and the summon. So he's like, Hey, this is what's going on. This is how you do this. Basically mm-hmm. introduces uh summons to the character a lot of the time. Yep. So um to start things off, we have Final Fantasy three. Ramu has can be summoned by evokers and summoners and is tamed by purchasing the level three summon magic spell Spark. Cause that's it. <laughs> no, not what I was just mentioning at all. No. He's just, he's just it. <laughs> He's just there. He's just a summon. That That's all it was. And then Final Fantasy IV, Ramu is a summon for Rida. She can summon him uh, innately, and when she rejoins the party as an adult in the Dwarven Castle, his name was translated as Intra in the SNES release. It is a casting time of 4, costs 30 MP to summon in all releases, and uses Judgment Bolt to attack all enemies with lightning and elemental damage. In the easy type version, the casting time was reduced to 3. So, which, if you know Indra, Indra is one of the, I wouldn't say, gods of, in Japan? I wouldn't say god. Because there's Indra and, um, oh god, I can't remember the other, I don't know, the brother's I, name. I, I got nothing, yeah. Wow. Sorry. You got, Okay. <laughs> I watched too much anime. That that's why it is. I know what you're talking about, but I couldn't even begin to guess the word, so I don't even want to sound ignorant. That's fair. So we have Final Fantasy V. Ramu is a level two summon found in the forest outside of 
His story, the party must fight him as a random encounter and defeat him. He uses the attack judgment bolt when summoned, dealing lightning elemental damage to all enemies to the cost of 12 MP. He is also encountering the castle section of the interdimensional rift on the upper level outside the actual castle itself if he is not acquired in the first world. Oh, that's interesting. You have like so you can find him in the first world as a random encounter to get him or you have to fight him in the actual castle itself if you don't get him in the first world. I'm just glad you have a second chance to get get him as a summon. There are some games where if you miss the summon, you just miss the summon. Right. Especially in Final Fantasy. It happens quite often. If you miss this thing, then you don't get it. Yep. That's true. And uh, yes, uh, according to Sharp, which is true, all summons and three don't have backstories because that's when they were first introduced. So, yeah. Except for one specific, which... That summon we will go later down the road. Just saying. That's true. So we have now Final Fantasy uh, VI. So Ramu is her esper and plays a major role within the story as Terra's guardian while she is coming to her senses in Zozo. It turns himself into Magicite. When equipped, he teaches Thunder times 10, Thunder times 2, and Poison times 5, and gives a plus 1 stamina boost when leveling up. When summoned, he casts Judgment Bolt, an unblockable spell with a spell, spell power of 50. Which, this is interesting that he also gives you Poison. It is interesting. So, Thunder and Thundra, I mean, that makes sense. But Poison? Yeah. I wouldn't associate him with that. Mm-mm. Not at all. And then now we have Final Fantasy VII. So removes a summon mat- uh, materia attained in the Golden Saucer. The player must pick up the Chocobo Jockey Room after Barrett defeats the boss in Barrett's Past Chapter. If the player does not pick it up then, it becomes unattainable. Remove spell power is equal to 1.875 times the base magic damage so as steven said and trey both have uh, iterated earlier once you miss something it becomes lost forever most of the time in final fantasy yeah it's like you didn't see this one little hidden thing over here (laughs) you didn't explore every corner of every part of this map how dare you oh yeah now you don't get the summon bye I always think about that. Like, if I ever look at a guide, I'm like, what kind of effort and what kind of time did it take to go through and find? Because, like, when I read some of these things, I'm like, whoever would have discovered this without developing the game? Right. I know. It's Some, me- it's... some mechanics are just so weird. Well, I mean, I think most of the guides are written by the people who developed the game. That would make more sense. To but it's generally. not as fun as my head. Yeah, it's not as fun as my head canon where it's some person going through and just spending a million hours on it. No, but that's what makes some of the, uh, like the things that get found out years or even like a decade after the fact, because no one knows about it. And it's just people doing, I think that's what makes those things so special. Yeah. And also as while we're talking about guides, I saw that game facts sold to someone else. So if game facts goes down, 
just rest in peace to the greatest place ever. I loved their guides and I loved oh. the, the Asai art that came with all Someone... of them. Sorry to bring that up randomly what? in the middle, but that just kind of came into my head. Yeah, so the guy who's kept it going forever, kept it like ad free, all the stuff he he sold to somebody and whoever bought it, they're going to want to make money on their investment. So yeah, it, it's probably going to change. And oh. like game facts, I haven't been there in probably a decade, but it was just such a big part of my life. I know it was a big part of a lot of our lives growing up and needing help with video games. So while that popped into my head, I had to spit it out because I mean, you guys have done enough podcasts with me at this point. If something pops in my head, I'm going to say it. That's insane. Cause I, only use well funny enough i only used game facts back in the day for game boy games i or game boy advance i never used it for anything else i mainly used it for mega man i remember when i used it um one of the first times i used it my parents were furious because i actually printed out a game fact. oh i've done that too i've done i printed out an entire like mega man game facts and my mom's like Oh, uh, what did you do? What did you print? And it's like, it, it's a guide. It's like, why is it a hundred some pages? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. My right, bad. Well, I'll steer us right, ba- right back. We were, you brought up seven and Rama didn't play a huge role, but I really liked how in the remake integrate, which you're getting ready to talk about, that yes. it was the only one, but it was it seemed like more of a, a bigger deal when I did play because one, I struggled with that. So having the summon, you know, was help was helpful. Yeah. So, which I don't I don't normally like to lean on them, but it was kind of cool to see him get a little bit more shine in the one you're getting ready to talk about. Yeah. So as Trey said, Final Fantasy Seven remake integrate. So this is the PS5 uh, edition chapters that they added later that you can buy or buy as a full as a full game. So Ramu appears exclusively in episode intermission and outside of DLC summons is the only summoning material available for Yuffie to use. He is attained in chapter one Watai's finest by completing Chadley's VR battle simulator. His appearance has been visually updated from the original Final Seven reincarnation incorporating more purple in both the clothing and attacks to represent his thunder element. In hard mode, Remu can be fought in the Shinra Combat Simulator in Advanced Weaponry Division as part as an optional challenge. Which, um, note here, I still need to play the intermission chapters with Yuffie. Well, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. I've beaten the entire 7 remake when it first dropped, I just haven't gone back just to do the intermission stuff. Because it's, I think, only three chapters with Yuffie specifically. Mm-hmm. How much do you guys know? What was the game with Vincent? Vincent is... Uh, Dirge of Cerberus. Um, oh, so yeah. it, they, bring, they bring elements from that story into Yuffie's. But when Steve, when you get done... When you get done with the remake, you, Integrate's great. It's especially for those who have played it, that last like boss battle, there's a section and it's one of those boss battles where it's it's got like three beats and he has a big long monologue that you cannot skip. And I kept dying on the third one. So I had to listen to his monologue like a legit 15 times before I finally oh. beat him. One of the most rewarding boss battles I've had in in the last probably five years, but the story itself is 
it's fantastic and it really you if you did not like Yuffie as a character before from the first one I I have a feeling your mind will change <laughs> who didn't like Yuffie I mean some people didn't so a lot of people thought she was insignificant you know just a throw in didn't add a lot like you know it was like the selfie or you're not gonna you're not gonna get that one that's Final Fantasy VIII but whatever the the eco of Final Fantasy seven hey Yuffie's great, especially in Kingdom Hearts. Thank you. <laughs> That's true. This guy with Kingdom Hearts. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, glad it uh, wasn't me this time. Yeah, hey, I've only played only a few of the Kingdom Hearts games. One and two, and then like some sad ones, but that's it. Because um, it's so convoluted. It's so That's confusing. all right. You're only missing about ten games then. Right. I know. I've only played like three or four. On eight different systems, too. Well, not anymore. If you have the Story oh, So Far true. collection, they're all on uh, PlayStation now. That's true. So, and PC. But anyway, uh, with that, we are going to take a short mid-break, and we'll be right back. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, welcome to the Midler Show, where we talk about everything with the podcast that has nothing to do with the lore of Final Fantasy. And at this point, I want to thank all of our patrons that are helping us out. Uh, thank you for supporting the show, especially to our current patron, Highland Cubby. I appreciate you, and we all appreciate you, and especially can't wait to hear what you have in store for next week's patron chat. Is it next? Yeah, next week. Next week is the patron chat. So think of a topic and we will go over that topic with you. And uh, it is also not too late to sign up on our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash Final Fantasy Lorecast, you can join us there, uh, get ad-free episodes, and even join us on the end of the month here next week on the topic of the choosing. Um, and hopefully it's something spooky related because we are in October. It is spooky season. And uh, if you want to support us, there's a few other ways. You can support us on Apple and Spotify. If you leave a five-star review on Apple with some words, we'll read it out loud next time on the show. As well as a comment on a Spotify episode, uh, which we don't have any this week, but maybe next week. 
And uh, you can also find us on a few different discords. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net, as well as the Ben and Friends Podcasting Discord, where you can find this show, as well as the other shows that I host, the Wizard World Lorecast, the Holocron Histories, and the added Witcher Lorecast. And then we also stream this, uh, we stream these episodes live every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, on my Twitch channel, at Ben of Tamaria. And please go check that out. Go follow. I am trying to get affiliated, so every follow counts, and it helps me out get to my goal of affiliate on Twitch. Uh, is there anything you guys want to add into this mid-break? No. We just need we need one more patron in here so we can fight back against the four through six discussions. <laughs> well, well me, me and Cubby have talked a little in the, the chat today that it's not necessarily going to be four through six related. Uh, I, I did kind of steer it that direction. So I think this next one, you two will feel a lot more involved. Oh, oh okay. Sweet. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what we have for this mid break. And we let's get back into more Ramu. <laughs> All right, we are now back, and we are now going into Final Fantasy IX. So, you know, Stephen's favorite game of all time. No, not me. What? My favorite. My favorite's fourteen. Oh, what? Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ramu is an Edelon who plays a role in the story after Zidane, Tribal, and VV Orton Allentiller. And Princess Garnet and Flea Alexandria, they wind up in the Pinnacle Rocks. Ramu agrees to help Garnet as she passes the test of completing a story and rewards her with a Peridot, which can be used to learn him as a summon for 30 AP. Ramu reveals to Zidane and Vivi that whatever ending Garnet chooses for the story, he would lend her his power. The story was simply to test her character. It is possible to leave Pinnacle Rocks without completing this quest, but the player must can still tame more Paradots later to teach Garnet Ramu's summon. Ramu's yes, summon attack. Yes, you can. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, yeah, you can, you can spam. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can spam Paradots. Um, there's a section when you get to a certain part of the game where you can like just constantly um, knock into these little swinging pendulums. And every time you knock into them, you get in a fight with this bird monster. And every time you fight one of those bird monsters, you get a paradox, which the more of each gem that you get, the more powerful the summon is. So if you have 99 paradox, your Rama is just off the charts. Powerful. Good to know. So, remove summon attack is judgment bolt and deals lightning damage to all opponents. The magic power removes summon under normal circumstances is 31. When the full animation plays, the power is equal to 32 plus the amount of paradots in the party's inventory. If remove is added to Dagger's roster of Edelons since the start of the game via cheating device, he costs 88 MP to summon before she can... She has her Edelons extracted. When acquired normally, he costs 22 MP to summon. So, did I read that right? That if you use a cheating device, it's, it 
gives you Gormu as 88 instead of 22? Well, it's it keeps them from when she has them at the beginning. Oh, okay. So gotcha. you remember when you were looking at how much they cost and you were like, yeah. I'm never going to be able. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, yeah. I want to summon Odin. He's 109 AP. And it's like, um, MP or whatever. And it's like, uh, she has I'm not like, going to summon she, Odin. She has 15. <laughs> yeah. So now we get to Final Fantasy 11. So, Ramu is one of the six celestial avatars. He represents the lightning element. The job class summoner can unlock Ramu upon completion of the quest Trial by Lightning. And then Ramu is also the name of a server. That's interesting. It's the first one that we've gone over on 11 that it didn't have some big long backstory about how it became right. a summoner. Yep. Um, Even Titan did. Yeah, typically, like, Titan. Like the three main, like Titan, Garuda, and Ifrit, typically are the always the ones that typically have some sort of like lore that t- are tied to him. Uh, Shiva as well. Um, yeah, this is this one is interesting that you know Ramu being one of the major summons and elemental summons that if um, with that that has no story whatsoever in eleven. Yeah, and he has a ton of like. It may not even mention it here, but he's typically whenever they put him in a game, it's whoever's associated with Brahma is the wise character who's, who passes knowledge to the rest mm-hmm. of the party or whatnot. Yep. So that's kind of, I guess, if he doesn't have a backstory in eleven, that's his. <laughs> I'm throwing it in there for him. Fair enough. For all. So now we have Final Fantasy twelve Roundnut Wings. So, Ramu is a rank 3 thunder flying summon, along with his pupil, Raiden, a fellow lightning summon, and his tool, Rami. His regular attack is Judgment Staff, while his special, Judgment Bolt, deals massive lightning damage to all enemies in range and causes silence. And the silence status won't, won't let you cast spells, if I recall. Right. Yeah, no magic. No magic for you. And then now we have 13. So, Ramu makes a ma- minor appearance as an Edelon in the Pampa Sanctra at the Nautilus Park. He is summoned to battle to battle Ifrit to defend a cocoon. There is also an area in Eden named Ramu Interchange. The Final Fantasy 13 Ultima Omega further reveals that Ramu was, at some point, planned to be a Pulse Falci depicted towering over the landscape as an old man smoking a pipe. Pretty odd that the main character in this game is called Lightning and then Rama is just basically not in it very much. He's just a minor. Right? I know. This is your opportunity. Make him a big part of the story. Instead, she wrote Odin's... Uh, or she carried Odin's sword there at the end, I think, right? And didn't she end up riding Odin's horse? Well, it's a bike, I'm pretty sure. Oh, they do a bike? Lame. Of course they do. Yeah, because it's all technological advance and all that in 13. So now we get to my favorite game, 14. <laughs> hey. What? It's not your favorite, it's my favorite. No, no, it's my favorite too, yeah. <laughs> so... 
Ramu appears as the primal of the sylphs and is stern guardian of the Black Shroud. He is, however, the less aggressive than many of his brethren and is not actually fought in the initial of Realm Reborn storyline. He plays a major role in the defenders of the Azoria arc. Tempered sylphs have summoned him in response to repeated incursions on their part of the Twelveswood, and the player must face his trial to convince him that most Azorians must mean no harm to the sylphs. During battle, he can summon several smaller versions of himself, known as the Great Arbiters, that, unless defeated, will cause Ramu's Judgment Bowl to wipe the part player party. Defeating Ramu is more difficult. Extreme battle will reward players with lightning thematic weapons, resembling the Primal's own weapon, which I have gotten, which is awesome. Just saying. And then another Ramu appears as a boss in the Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers as the Eden Raid, a version of the Primal summoned from the memories of the Warrior Light via Eden's power. The Primal is summoned and defeated in order to restore lightning aspect Aether to the wastelands of the Empty. In the contrast to the Final Fantasy Incarnations and his counterpart on the Source, the Ramu's appearance is based on a uh, Fetocentaur? Fetos? Er, Fero Centaur with a black and red wings and the lower body of a striped horse similar to another lightning elemental summon, Axion. Uh, his upper yeah. body appears more muscular and is much more shorter, tempered, uh, trimmed beard. His staff is now resembles a spear rather than a magical rod. De- defeating Ramu in both the story and salvage difficulties will reward the player with a currency that can exchange for powerful equipment. And then additionally, this Ramu is also attained as a mount, while the savage version of Eden's versed re- refulgence has been completed. That's First off, shout out you. Sharp in the chat saying that it was a horse. But Zion, isn't that in uh isn't that a summon in ten? Yeah, that's the that's the thunder summon that's, in ten. That's the thunder summon there, right? Okay. Good to see him get a little love in another game. Right. Awesome, oh awesome yeah, I have this mount. <laughs> I am really looking at this. That, really I'm looking at that summon. I'm looking yeah, at a good summon. Ixalan and say, "Oh, I have him as a mount already." <laughs> yeah, he's well. A that makes that player. makes me want to play 14 just to get Zion, that one as a mount because I loved the summon in in 10. It was one of my favorites. Well, I have a version of him from one of the collector's editions of one of the expansions. Like they, there's like they typically do multiple versions of specific mounts, and he's one of them. Right but on. it's still cool. Good, that's a good mount. And then now we have fifteen, which is what Stephen's playing through currently. Yes. So Ramu is in loving it. See, see, we bashed it too early. I know. <laughs> I know. And then Ramu. I mean, I said I didn't hate the. I liked the story. I didn't like the gameplay. That's, That's fair. Of how I feel at the moment. The story is not my favorite, but the gameplay is a lot of fun. If you get into it, it's it's more fun. If you're if you're not just. And before we start with fifteen, you did do the uh, fifteen fourteen crossover, didn't you? I did. It's very short. Is it? Yeah, it took me a total of like. 30 minutes. No. Because you face Garuda from Eos with the Garuda with e- or, uh, from Eorzea. Correct? No. Other way around. Other way around. Other way around. Yeah. So in, in the story, they summon 
there's whatever the the beast men the uh, what are their names the the lizard kind of yeah looking. i know what you're talking about they summon they get transported there and they try it and summon garuda to that world to take over and so you have to fight her and then at the end as as you're about to win the garuda from eos shows up and she's basically she says i have no name my name was lost to time i'll just take garuda's name since we just whooped her oh okay <laughs> And that's how it ends. Interesting. So, with 15, Ramu is an astral who uses Judgment Bowl and deals heavy damage to enemies within a wild radius. When summoned, Ramu grabs Noctis with his left hand and raises the staff he carries to the right hand to the sky above him. Wrapping in lightning, Ramu throws his staff at enemies, triggering an explosion. The ground and enemies are charred. If the party summons Ramu inside a dungeon, he can't use his Judgment Bolt and instead throws his staff from afar. Okay, that's kind of cool how that that's, it's, there's a difference. It's really it's probably my favorite summon of the of the what I've got so far um cuz it just annihilates everything in the area and it just after his attack is done, you can literally like the ground is like it it looks like a lightning bolt literally hit the ground. Everything's kind of on fire and blackened. It's it's really cool. I remember that because awesome. he's one of the few summons that you can summon like almost anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's really all I've got so far. Because <laughs> it's that and Titan, Titan, right? One. Yeah, and then Leviathan. Okay. Um, but his is like a story summon. You can't. I haven't got his randomly yet. Uh, you have to be by the sea, if I recall. Yeah, and there's just not enough that happens by the water. That's fair. So now we jump to sixteen. So Ramu appears as an uh, icon. He used uh, he revealed in the Dominus trailer published in June 2022. His dominant is Claude Sid Sidolphus Telamon. Which that's all we can say right now. Yeah, I, I don't want to give too much. That's what. The, uh, funny enough, that's all that was was on the wiki. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Go go play sixteen because Sid is fantastic. He's yes. a great character, and like his entrance is a chef's kiss, like on a plate. Like it's that awesome at the get go from the beginning. Yes, and his voice. I think actor. my favorite voice actor in the in the game. Yes, for sure. Right? Yeah, I agree. Sid and that's fantastic. not a knock to any of the others. There, there are there are numerous excellent performances in sixteen. They, I think a lot of the voice actors and actresses do an excellent job. But um, I don't remember his name. But him as Sid, he is just it's it's perfect. It's all of it. It's just everything about it is fantastic. His yeah. name is uh, Ralph, and I don't know how to say his last name, and I don't want to try to. It's but he also does um, the guy in Diablo Four. Yes. Yeah. The best month for a voice actor ever, in my opinion. Hmm. And dropping those two like a week apart. It's pretty good. That's insane. But uh, And then last but not least, we have the etymology of the name. So Ramu can be based on Lamu, who is often portrayed as a bearded man with a red sash and four to six curls on his head. Ramu could also be loosely based on the epic Hindu poem written by Valmiki called Ramayana 
uh, its protagonist is Rama, also spelled Rama of R-A-M-A, said to have been the incarnation of the Hindu god Vishnu. The name Ramu can be also an algorithm uh, of Rama and Vishnu. In the final, that's what I always thought it was. Oh, I have no idea. And then in the Final Fantasy series, Ramu is an old bearded sage with a staff who casts thunder magic. He can also be found on the King Ramu of supposedly sunken continent Mu. The element of lightning could become from the Hebrew word uh, Rama, uh, meaning thunder or thunderclap. This previous name, Indra, is the name of the king of Divas in Hindu mythology, the god of rain, lightning, and storms. Yeah. I just assume it had uh, Hindu influences. I mean, a wise bearded man. Yeah. yeah. And typically that's what he comes across in the entire series is typically a wise older gentleman who gives you advice or puts you on a trial to make sure that you have what it takes to complete the task ahead. Yeah. I know you haven't got to this point in the game yet, Ben, but when you do the trial for Ramu in uh, 9, mm-hmm. it's really it's, even the story that you have to piece together, it's a good story. It's like it would be like a movie if you could stretch it out. It, it's a it's an interesting story. Interesting. That you have to put together, yeah. But yeah, he's always just the he's the sage that comes in and just helps the party out. It's whoever is associated with him is the one who leads the party or gives them advice on how to move forward. Right. He does the same thing in uh FF. There's the Donatello of the group. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he does the same exact thing in fourteen. He he makes you a trial like we went over. Uh to make sure that you are trustworthy and are ready to prove or like for what is to come you know the trial in 15 is literally just running from one point on the map to another and touching a tree so it's not it's not as as great in 15 but it it is technically still a trial do they make you dodge lightning bolts like in no in 10 at least no thank god you don't have to do that if there was ever a time to dodge lightning bolts, so that is the time, right? That's the that game too it. for being an open world. Yeah. Yeah. Just have him constantly trying to smite you while you're gonna try and go touch a tree. Yeah, there's already too much going on in that <laughs> game. You constantly have Imperials dropping it's a oh hovercraft ahead or the craft ahead, they're about to drop down on you. Oh, meanwhile I've got this um trying to do this hunt that's three levels above me. <laughs> Sure, throw in some materials too. Why not? I'm having a lot of fun with the game. <laughs> That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Um, yeah, so our foundings of 15 are false. Um, well, Steven's foundings are 15 are false. I liked the game. It was just... I played it when it first launched, so it was not as smooth as the Royal Edition is nowadays. Yeah. I'm also getting to the point in the story that turn most people off from it hmm. and i'm i see it a little bit but i'm still like eh. i mean i've played enough final fantasy games at this point people's complaints about them i'm like have you played any other final fantasy games because there are 
there's definitely most of them are pretty convoluted in their story and there's a lot of plot holes in a lot of the games yep that's true you just put up with it yep but is there anything else to add into Ramu? No. No? All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the Final Fantasy Lorecast, and may the crystals guide you. Thank you for listening to the Final Fantasy Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can find us on Twitter at FFLorecast, and you can email us at fflorecast at gmail.com.